welcome to Book Banter, where we dive deep into the connections between modern-day society and the fictional settings painted in our minds by authors. I am your host, Alex Scott Thomas. Today is October 2nd, 2020, believe it or not. Time passes in an odd sequence during this pandemic, as I'm sure you've all been able to experience. In this episode, we will be looking at the work of Annie Proulx in her world-renowned novel, The Shipping News, Through a Modern Lens. This book is real and raw with a powerful message, but expressed through witty characters, a laughable setting, and an entertaining sequence of events. After his parents' suicide and his abusive wife's attempt to sell his two daughters to sex traffickers, Coyle knows it's time to relocate and get a fresh start. With no stable job and no real personal emotional connections, he and his girls move to an ancestral home in Newfoundland with his aunt. Coyle finds work as a reporter for the local paper and is asked to cover traffic accidents and the shipping news. Over time, Coyle discovers some disturbing information about his ancestors, all the while developing a transformed life with a rewarding job and a kind woman by his side. Annie Proulx published this novel in 1993, and since then, it has won many awards and been considered one of the novels of the century. The question must be asked, what inspired Annie to write a book with this economically structured lens, and what does her social perspective add to the story? in a household where a strong work ethic and perseverance were thought to be enough to get you through anything life throws at you. She had to support herself for 15 years after leaving home, writing how-to articles and manuals, not all that inspiring or admirable of a career, and not unlike how Coyle's career started out, may I add. She didn't start writing fiction until her 50s, after having learned about the different cultures of the world through travel and experiencing a good number of her own socio-political challenges, including the Back to the Land movement. The story takes place in Newfoundland, somewhere Annie visited frequently and was entranced by the setting and warm family community. I've been there once myself, actually. A stunning place known for its cliffs and blue waters. Not bad fish and chips either, if I remember correctly. At the point in time when Annie's manuscript was being written, the first the fishing industry that had sustained Newfoundland for hundreds of years was hitting a point of disrepair. A coincidence? I think not. The rising tension between centuries of isolation and the invasion of a modern civilization offered her a natural conflict in which to base around the shipping news. The introduction of technology to civilization is the theme I have chosen to analyze from this novel, as it applies directly to the struggle many of the secondary characters are facing. In this novel, men in Newfoundland were grappling for a sense of purpose. Oil was the hot commodity and international companies were making a move on the Newfoundland way of life. Technological changes were bringing about mass year-round operations for the fishing industry, removing the need for small seasonal businesses run by locals. This means that many were put out of work and were struggling economically. The fact that so many relied on these jobs meant that many were forced below the poverty line, 
and the classes of wealth and social standing became more defined. This perspective brings a lot to the story and makes the troubles Coyle is experiencing more realistic, as this part of it, the actual downfall of the industry, is actually nonfiction. The fact that Annie had such a personal connection to Newfoundland and its way of life after visiting nine times throughout her own explains why she wrote about the lifestyle being ripped away from its people in the year of 1992. As an old woman even now, Annie is tough and honest, and a lot of her oomph is reflected in the characters of the book. She also adds in an interview with The Guardian that she's had a life and knows how hard things can be. So, to summarize, I suppose we can attribute this wonderful novel to the crash of the fishing industry in Newfoundland in 1992 and the struggle of its people during the technology revolution. See? A silver lining. Without the unemployment of many poor fishermen and Annie's connection to the unique place, I wouldn't have the gift of reading it today. In all seriousness, I would highly recommend this novel to anyone I know. I'm finding it very appropriate for my age group and very eye-opening in terms of political, social, and economic fluctuations in society. That's all for today, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed this emission of Book Banter, and thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Alex Scott Thomas, and until next time, goodbye.